The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Is it possible that you could be raptured tonight? If you're among the 65 million people who've purchased at least one of the books from the Left Behind series, then you may well believe this to be true. The books are based on the idea that just before Jesus Christ returns to earth, a multitude of people who believe they are born-again Christians will be raptured and taken up into the clouds to meet Christ in the air. Some of the left-behind readers have bought the whole series. Others have bought just one or two copies, but I'm sure you would agree it's a lot of books based on the rapture. Why are people so fascinated by the Bible's end-time events, and in particular, the promise of being saved from the terrible times predicted to soon occur. Well, according to the Left Behind series, these events occur sometime before the Great Tribulation. Jesus Christ spoke about these events in the Olivet Prophecy, where we are told that the end-time cataclysm will be a time of great anguish and suffering for mankind. They will end after the last of the seven bowls of wrath mentioned in the book of Revelation are poured out. According to the rapturists, Jesus Christ will return and meet them in the air and take them to heaven before all these terrible events occur. They believe that he'll save them from the terrors that will come on the world at that time. And, according to them, the wicked and non-believers will be left behind to suffer a terrible fate because they didn't believe and obey God. You need to know what the truth is about Christ's return and to hear vital facts that will occur on this earth before his return. To ignore the truth could leave you confused and frankly with a false hope for the future. So don't be too sure that what you've heard agrees with what the Bible teaches on this important subject. And be ready to write down the number that we will give you so you can request your copy of today's free booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. No one knows precisely when Jesus Christ will return, but we do know that certain events must occur before he does come in glory. These are called signs that precede his coming. We can know the truth if we're willing to accept God at his word. So, let's answer the question today. Is the rapture coming soon? Stay tuned. Warm greetings to our Tomorrow's World viewers, and especially if you've joined us for the first time. Immediately after Jesus Christ ascended to heaven, two angels appeared to the disciples. The book of Acts reveals to us what they were told in chapter 1 and verse 10. Let me read it to you. Why don't you follow along in your own Bible as I read Acts chapter 1 and starting here now in verse 10. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, 
Behold, two men, of course they were angels, stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. That's right. Just as Christ ascended into the clouds, we're told that he will also return and descend in the clouds. In fact, if we go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 17, we read, Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. It's interesting that the expression caught up has led many evangelicals to apply the Latin word rapio to this event. The same word rapio is used for eagles, hawks and falcons that snatch up their prey and carry it into the air. This is why they're called raptors. The lifting up of people into the air is likened to being snatched up as if by an eagle. From the very beginning of the New Testament church, Christ's followers knew that he would return to earth. Do you remember in Matthew chapter 24 and in verse 3, his disciples asked the question, what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And in his long reply to the disciples' question, Jesus said in verse 36, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. It's important to remember that no one knows the day or the hour of Christ's return. But he told us that we can look for the signs of his return. For this reason, we're going to be offering to you our free booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. Phone the number on the screen, or you can go to tomorrowsworld.org and ask for your copy. Why is it necessary for Jesus Christ to come back to planet Earth? You may be surprised to find that it's not to come in the clouds to whisk away his people to be in heaven with him for eternity. The truth is far, far more exciting than that. It's all about Jesus Christ coming to the earth and remaining on earth for 1,000 years to bring about a transformation of the planet, to bring about utopia and a fulfillment of God's plan for mankind. You know, humans have never achieved their true potential. And Jesus Christ is returning to make that possible. He's offering you a personal opportunity to be on his team to help bring this great plan to reality. The idea that Jesus will come to earth again and rapture his saints to heaven before the great tribulation simply can't be supported by scripture. The truth is that there are too many events that must occur before Christ's return at the seventh or the last trump. Soon after he returns, he will descend to earth on the Mount of Olives. Here in Zechariah chapter 14 and verse 4, let me read to you. And in that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives. And verse 9 goes on to say, And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day it shall be, the Lord is one, and his name one. The Bible clearly states that Jesus Christ will rule over all the earth, 
not in heaven, as so many people believe. To help you understand the sequence of events that are prophesied, let me use this chart from one of our booklets that clearly shows the order of prophetic events outlined in the book of Revelation. Notice this. After the four horsemen have ridden throughout the earth, fulfilling the first four seals of Revelation chapter 6, we come to the fifth seal, which is martyrdom and great tribulation. The seventh seal is made up of seven trumpet blasts covering the day of the Lord. After all of these signs have been fulfilled, the seventh trumpet sounds. The seventh trumpet is also called the last trump. The kingdom is proclaimed at this time and the second coming of Jesus Christ occurs. Soon after this event, the 1,000 year reign of Jesus Christ on earth will begin. Before this millennial time can come about, though, some dark and desperate days lie ahead for planet Earth. As we've seen from the chart, a period of three and a half years made up of the Great Tribulation and the Day of the Lord must occur. The Bible tells us that this time will be the worst the world has ever known. But we're also told that God will protect his faithful servants during that time. But that protection, it won't be in heaven, as so many believe. In fact, it will be here on earth. Do you want to hear more? Then stay with me as I reveal the truth from your Bible. And to help you understand this time frame, we've prepared this booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. It's free of charge and is available to all who request it. So have a pen and paper ready so you can order your free copy. Let me explain that we don't pass on your, our callers' names or addresses to a third party, and there'll be no follow-up. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back to Tomorrow's World. In the first part of the program, I explained that many sincere Bible students have come to the idea that before the great tribulation comes upon this earth, God will rapture his saints into the air, and then they'll go to heaven to be with him. The Bible does tell us that God's true believers will be protected during the tribulation. And it does tell us that there will be a time when one person will be taken away and another left. It also tells us that at Christ's return, the saints will rise to meet him in the air. So all of those things are there in the Bible. 
The dead in Christ will rise first and are then followed by those who are alive. All these facts are true, but there's one major point to consider. The tribulation begins long before Christ's return at the last trump. We're told the total time of the tribulation and the day of the Lord is 42 months or three and a half years. It is a biblical impossibility for Christ to return tonight or any day soon and snatch away his followers. Let me explain to you how the idea of the rapture came about. Many sincere Bible students have known that terrible times are coming and that God has promised protection for his faithful people. They've read the Bible that Christ will raise the saints into the air at his return. And in an effort to understand, they put these two events together, but they didn't consider the prophetic events that must take place in the period between the beginning of the tribulation in Revelation chapter 6 and the last trumpet of Revelation in chapter 11. And that's the time of Jesus Christ's return. If you want to know more about this subject, then phone now for your copy of our free booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. We will give you the number, or you can order online at tomorrowsworld.org. I'm not able to cover all 14 signs today, but I will highlight some of the key events that announce Christ's return. I will present several signs in the order that they appear in the booklet. Here, then, is the first of the signs mentioned that we should be looking for. Sign number one is wars, violence, and lawlessness. In the last 500 years, the major nations of the world have been at war 605 times. And in the 20th century alone, we witnessed 250 wars. And though there's been a decline since the end of the Cold War, we do still have 16 ongoing conflicts, one of which is in Mexico, where there's a virtual civil war between the government and the drug lords. Now, the rumor of war that we all most fear is the big one of nuclear war. We all know just how real the threat of nuclear annihilation is, with that big mushroom cloud of destruction always looming over us. I also mentioned lawlessness. But why? Well, one of the signs of our times will be religious as well as humanitarian propaganda proclaiming God's Ten Commandments as obsolete, out of date, and even evil. But in Matthew chapter 7, verse 22, and in verse 23, we read the following. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Why did he say lawlessness? As you know, many preachers will tell you that the law of God, the Ten Commandments, have been done away with. This widespread doctrine is being preached today. And you've probably heard someone say words like this. Oh, you don't need to keep the Ten Commandments. They've been done away and nailed to the cross. Well, this is what Jesus called lawlessness 
And then he said he doesn't recognize ministers and pastors who teach that his holy law is done away. Let us hear what Jesus Christ did say, in fact. In Matthew chapter 5, he said, Do not think that I have come to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. That's verse 17 of Matthew chapter 5. Now, by this, he meant to fill up God's law to the full. God's law is still in force today, but it is more glorious since it is in both the spirit and the letter. A time is coming when religious deception will take on even greater proportions. In fact, a false religious leader will soon arise who will dominate the world's religions. Already, a movement is underway to bring Buddhists, Muslims, Christians and Hindus into one great world religion. It could lead to a united religion just like the United Nations. Let's now consider sign number two, which is drought and famine. Famine is once again stalking the earth. After a period of relatively cheap food, the rise in the price of oil has hit the poor of the world the hardest. Not only does the price of fuel affect the cost of the transport of food, but also diesel for tractors and the production of fertilizers. In 2011, the United Nations declared Somalia as officially in famine, since 30% of children there are malnourished. It's been more than 60 years since famine so drastically afflicted the Horn of Africa. Before Christ returns, listen to this, Famine is going to visit many of the affluent countries of the world. Believe it or not, Americans, Canadians, Britons, Australians and New Zealanders will suffer from chronic food shortages. In the last part of the program, we'll look at some of the other signs that must precede Jesus Christ's return. You'll be surprised at how specific some of these are and how you'll be affected personally. So be sure to request your copy of 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. We'll give you the details right now. So write down the number or address so that you can call. And if you can't get through right away, be sure to call later. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back to today's program where we're answering the question, is the rapture coming soon? Millions of people believe that they could be raptured to heaven at any time. We've seen clearly that this is simply not possible. 
because the Bible tells us there are many signs that must take place before Jesus Christ can return to earth. We've covered several of the 14 signs that we cover in our booklet. I'd like you to consider the 10th sign, which is a crisis strikes Jerusalem. After experiencing some of the other signs, what will happen to Jerusalem according to Bible prophecy? Ever since the United Nations voted for the establishment of the State of Israel, the Jewish nation has been under attack. On four occasions between 1948 and 1973, countries surrounding Israel attacked the new nation with the aim of driving out all Jews from Palestine. Later, Egypt and Jordan signed peace accords with Israel, and there was a period of relative peace. But in recent years, though, Iran and Syria have been supplying Israel's Palestinian and Hezbollah enemies with advanced rockets and military hardware so they can achieve their avowed aim of driving Israel into the sea. Prophecy predicts an agreement being established between Israel and the Europeans that will allow the re-establishment of temple sacrifices once again in Jerusalem. For three and a half years, the Jewish state will be assured protection by this agreement, only to find that they will be betrayed by their European allies and surrounded by armies as predicted by Jesus Christ. Let's notice Luke chapter 21 and verse 20. We read here, But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation is near. The desolation spoken of includes a specific event, namely the setting up of the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel. The eleventh sign mentioned in our booklet is the abomination of desolation. A precursor of this took place in the days of the Greek ruler Antiochus Epiphanes. That was about 160 years before Jesus' day. What did he do? He brought pigs into the Jerusalem temple, and offered pig's blood on the altar. Well, of course, for the Jews, this was a vile abomination, as they believe that pigs should not be eaten and are unclean. He also set up a statue of the Greek god Zeus in the temple. So something similar will happen again. The next sign I want to identify is our twelfth sign. And the twelfth sign is the collapse of the English-speaking nations. Who would have ever thought 10 years ago that the mighty United States of America could face bankruptcy? Today, this is a reality. America now owes as much in debt as she earns each year in gross domestic product. We can look at the crisis facing the European Union, but can't see the problem staring us in the face. Great Britain is amongst the nations facing a monetary crisis as well, and yet many people are oblivious to the reality. The world's economic system is balanced on a knife edge, and the two big winners in all of this appear to be China and Germany. You need to keep watching Europe, and in particular, the rise of a German-led economic juggernaut that will take the European Union into a whole new level of existence. I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be China... India or Russia that will lead the whole world, it's going to be Germany. Long-time viewers of Tomorrow's World understand that we teach that the Americans and their British cousins are descended from the ancient Joseph 
of the house of Israel. And that prophecies in the Old Testament have relevance for us today. In ancient days when Jacob was living in Egypt, he called his son Joseph and his two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, to his room. There he blessed the lads and he placed his other name, Israel, upon them. These two sons grew into two mighty nations over the last 200 years as Great Britain, which is Ephraim, and the United States, that's Manasseh. And so we now see the blessings that God gave to these two nations being removed from them. And it will climax in a time called Jacob's Trouble. In Jeremiah chapter 30 and in verse 7, we read the following. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. And it is the time of Jacob's trouble. That's Israel's trouble. But then it goes on to say, but he shall be saved out of it. The 13th sign is heavenly signs between the great tribulation and the day of the Lord. And it's a period described in Revelation chapter 6, verse 12 and 14 by a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became like blood. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. Before we end the program today, I need to show you what God's word tells us about his faithful servants who will be alive at the end of the age. Rather than snatching them up to heaven in a rapture to escape the great tribulation and the day of the Lord, we're told that God will prepare a specific place on earth to physically protect his people. Let's read verse 14 of Revelation chapter 12. But the woman, that is God's true church, was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place, where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time. That's three and a half years from the presence of the serpent. The serpent, we are told, is Satan the devil. Here we see that God will protect his people from the great tribulation, but it will be somewhere on earth that only he knows. Let's leave the details to God and be sure that we are persevering in his truth, his commandments, and his way of life. Thank you for being with us for this program. Be sure to request your copy of 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. And be sure to join us again next week. Roderick Meredith and Richard Ames have been proclaiming the good news about tomorrow's world for more than 40 years. Each week they will cover a topic that is of special interest to you and watch Tomorrow's World every week to learn more about what is coming on this world. Wallace Smith and I will also present information to help you stay ahead of the news. You'll be able to make sense of what is happening around you every day because you'll be aware of what God has prophesied and is now bringing to pass. Until next time, goodbye friends. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
to view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.